I've told you the story about Rick Larkin over at BCP Transport using safety content to help recruit drivers and lower his insurance premiums. But what about on the other side of the coin with a trucking insurance firm using their podcast to tell stories and raise brand awareness? Welcome into another episode of the Digital Dispatch Podcast. I am your host, Blythe Brumley, covering how your favorite things and people get from point A to point B. And in this episode, Cameron Prechet is the owner of Valley Trucking Insurance and co-host of Get a Load of This Podcast. He's sharing how starting the podcast has also led to a greater effort and community building for his company, which not only helps folks find out about his company in an organic way, but it also helps to keep the customers he works worked hard to get to keep up with that brand affinity towards his insurance company. Let's dive in. From one awesome guest to our next awesome guest, let's go ahead and bring on Cameron Pache. He is the partner owner at Valley Trucking Insurance, and he's also the host of Get a Load of This podcast. Now, let's go ahead and welcome in Cameron. Thank you so much for joining the show. Right. What's happening? How are you? I'm doing well. And I, I want to give folks a little bit of a background of of sort of how we met because Cameron and I met because he has a podcast called Get a Load of This. And I probably wouldn't have found out about his company unless he invited me to come on the show. So to anybody out there who's thinking about starting a podcast, that's the value of it because you can actually build relationships with people and then those relationships, you know, formalize into other opportunities. So, so, so thanks, you know, for, for coming on the show. But before we talk about the podcast, I, I wanted to ask you sort of a, I guess, a loaded question going back to your, your podcast title, but what are some of the most challenging things about trucking insurance today? I think a lot of the challenge is people don't prioritize it in their, let's say, business plan. I think they view it as a commodity. And that's in part due to, I think, the industry, in part due to advertising and, you know, folks like Progressive and Geico that just make it a thing that you just buy in 15 minutes. But people fail to understand that when you don't partner with an industry professional, I think specifically for trucking, there's a lot of nuances, contract language, things that um, people don't fully understand. And unless they do it day in and day out and have the training and the legal background or the legal support from the carriers that uh, you could potentially get in trouble and be out of pocket a ton of money on a claim. Well, well, speaking of the, you know, sort of the ownership side of things now with, with you in particular, what got you into, you know, insurance and specifically trucking insurance? So background, my family, um, I have quite a few truckers in there. My aunt and uncle were team drivers from, I'm up in Spokane, Washington, Northwest corner, and they they pretty much ran to Florida. So kind of corner oh, to wow. corner, coast to coast. So I grew up in the shop working with them um, on the big rigs and stuff like that. I fell into insurance really at the age of about 20. A good friend of mine, uh, him and I had ventured into it and I fell in love with it. And I mm-hmm. think what was cool is you were able to meet amazing people. You're able to protect what they built and they value, which could either be on a basic sense, auto and home. But for truckers, um, my background just led me to working with truckers just because I think it's probably the greatest industry in the country. And um, I just love the people that I get to work with day in and day out. Some of the greatest folks that I've ever chatted with. So, Absolutely. Like, likewise, I completely agree with that that sentiment. Now, 
Speaking of truckers, the majority of carriers in this country, about 90% of them have seven trucks or less. And so what, what are some of the ways that, that carriers, some of the smaller guys can compete with, with some of the larger carriers, especially with, you know, trying to maintain insurance premiums, which seems to be a big challenge for a lot of these smaller carriers? Yeah, especially as uh, the other areas of the industry go up percentage for fuel cost, um, some of the logistic issues, the the cost per mile. A lot of people, I think, instantly go to what's a big chunk of the budget, and that's insurance. So they're immediately looking to find savings there, which I think is uh, is awesome. But I think that people go about it potentially the wrong way, getting a bunch of quotes from a bunch of random people, which then I think opens up the door to not keep what is most important in mind, and that's their asset, right? That is making sure that the trucks stay running on the road, return to the road as quick as possible if and when something happens, along with you're starting to see if you follow anything with the associations, nuclear verdicts where these truck drivers are starting to get hit with massive lawsuits, like tens of millions of dollars. And for the most part, really most of your carriers are going to have a million dollars in coverage. Once the insurance company pays that million, it's left to the trucking company. And so what we focus on is a little bit of a different approach where we try to partner with and coach the companies from your new owner operator up to fleets. We have large fleets as well, where we do a quarterly coaching call. We align with them for DOT monitoring. We utilize technology quite a bit with automation and video and um, just what we have available for resources. And long-term approach and strategy, it really helps for us to keep an eye on out of service. You know, what does their inspection protocol look like and maintenance schedule look like? How do we make sure that in the eyes of insurance and DOT and that in in the event they got drug into a lawsuit for a claim that they are going to stand up in court and, you know, not be deemed um, unfit to operate or a risk to the public. And so that starts with driver file maintenance back to even like your driver hiring guidelines. And what do you do when you bring this person on? So we really try to encompass an all-around approach, coaching approach and strategy along with uh, technology and equipment and um, just partnerships that we utilize to bring value to them. I love that because then you're 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 getting them ahead of the game before they find themselves in an extremely difficult situation where it could cause them to to go out of business and and so being able to to coach them on a regular basis I love that. Now now switching gears a little bit because I imagine this is sort of related with your podcast I, that has to be like that tool of communication that I would imagine for a lot of your target audience. A, am I wrong in that thinking or is that how, or do you approach the podcast a little bit differently? No, I mean, the pro- the podcast is solely there to bring value, uh, whether it's uh, somebody thinking about getting a truck or investing in the transportation industry or a fleet manager. Um, really, we're just trying to bring awesome guests, which is what led me to you. And thank you for being on uh, is okay. to find people that truly want to help the trucking community and bring value that could either be in the way of disrupting with new technology better performing on what they've got for the existing strategy or just other industry professionals that are there to help. And I think what I hear time and time again from my drivers or my insureds that I work with day to day is they don't have a ton of resources available or the information that's out there may not be the best information, right? Because anyone with a camera can put content out and it may or may not be viable to them. So we just wanted to bring value in any way that we can and just try to have an area where we don't talk about insurance because I feel like once you do that, people tune out. It's really just how can we bring value? How can we set someone up for success long term? 
what are some tools that maybe folks don't even realize that they are missing out on that can enhance their company and their customer experience from you know shippers and receivers and data communication and using technology to help better them too um, which at the end of the day it's all about maximizing profit uh, reducing risk keeping the trucks on the road that's the ultimate goal for us so it, it sounds like that was sort of the ethos of why you wanted to get a podcast started. Because I think for a lot of organizations, it's almost like the employee going to the ownership group or the leadership group and expressing to them that they want to start a podcast. And the first question that that group is typically going to ask is, well, what's the ROI of this? But you as the owner, you <laughs> saw the value in it. You you co-founded the, the, the podcast, Get a Load of This. And so in addition to that, what is the ROI for you? For, for starting a podcast? Um, I'm not going to relate it to like an ROI in a traditional business sense of like dollars in, you know, dollars out type thing. Sure. For me, I think what it does is it establishes us as a authority. It establishes us as a resource center where people can go get educated. And so a lot of what we do as an insurance professional in a partnership and try to align with our clients is they have a lot of questions, right? They're making decisions. Hey, we want to um, expand and grow. We're potentially looking at getting a brokerage side of things going. Hey, we want to buy five trucks or hey, part of the onboarding process is what do you want to do in one year, three and five? But I also figure out what the background of the client was so I can understand what their motivations are. And a lot of that is just built based upon them. It's, it's um, let's call it customized, but that's what the coaching calls kind of map through. And then I, that's where I started to find things that we can bring value to. And as opposed to just having a one-on-one conversation every time, why not put it in a podcast? Like, you know, truck drivers are on the road. They can just listen to the podcast if they find value in it or entertained. And then we can add a ton of content there and just bring a ton of value that folks can just find at their leisure and, and not have to be talking to us. I love that. Pro- provide value first and then business results will come later on. Because like you said, it, ROI is different for everyone. And I think that that's one of the questions that that most leadership teams will ask. And it, it's, it's sort of... I don't want to say it's a dumb one because ROI is different for everybody. But it's one of those questions that it, it has to... It can't just be dollars and cents. It has to make other sense really to, in order to provide that value, provide that information first, and then the the ROI will come later on. I, there, there's one company that I can think of off the top of my head that they started making safety focused content, and that's BCB Transport, and their insurance premiums lowered because they were preaching so much about safety. So ROI comes in different shapes and and formats. So if anybody's out there thinking of you know if you want to start a podcast, it doesn't necessarily have to be centered around. Um, monetary value. Have you ever had or have you had a moment when you're recording the podcast that you've said, wow, I, I really love doing this? Oh, a lot of moments. And I think the first ones, you're scariest, right? It's new and exciting. But then as you go, you get more comfortable. And what's great about that is it's unscripted 100% and it's just free flow. So wherever the conversation goes, and really it's getting the, the guest to talk about what they bring to the table and why they're valuable to the trucking industry. And, and really, we all share a common passion as, as it is with trucking. It's really easy to talk to them and open up. You start to realize things that maybe some folks try to either educate themselves. Like, for example, insurance. When somebody goes and buys their own insurance, they understand I need a million. I need 100,000 cargo. Like They understand that they need a couple of things, but they don't actually know what that means and what they're actually mm-hmm. purchasing 
is a contract from an insurance company in the event of a claim, and they don't fully understand what that contract means and the legal jargon means when the time of a claim comes. Same with other lines such as accounting or um, load boards and these technology services and stuff that are out there. You start to realize they're experts in their arena. And so then it just kind of pushes me to find great people to partner with, such as yourself for marketing and say, you need to go talk to Blythe. You need to go talk to, I've got folks with Kenworth or wherever. They are there to help you. They are an asset to your company and they're not in it for themselves. You know, they truly are passionate and care and they're high level of what they do. And so it just helps us find folks that I trust that I can endorse. That's probably the, the aha moment that I really have enjoyed. That's awesome. I appreciate it. I'd always love to get compliments. And I swear I didn't tell you to say any of that to anybody who is listening. Now, for from your perspective, what, what's coming up in the new year for, for Valley Trucking Insurance, for the podcast, all that good stuff? Well, I think we might have lost Cameron there for a second, but I imagine it's going to be he would have answered that question um, with a lot of good things that are coming up in the future because I know he's got a hell of a podcast, which I linked to in the show notes. So you can go and and check that out there. Um, Valley Trucking, I'm sure he's going to use that as an opportunity to to raise awareness about the different things that he should, you know, or that companies should keep on top of mind of whenever it comes to all of the different things that are involved in insurance, which is something that I I wish that I knew more about. I know a little bit of the nuances, but not nearly as much as, as some of the guys that are in the trenches. So if you want to follow more of Cameron's work, I link to it in the show notes. So you can check out his podcast and you can check out um, his website, Valley Trucking Insurance. I think it's also get a load of this podcast.com if you want to subscribe. So it was definitely um, really insightful and it's really cool to see companies take that approach with their podcasting in order to take their business to the next level, but not see those immediate, you know, sort of monetary ROI goals, as we were mentioning earlier. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Digital Dispatch Podcast. And if you did like it, I would love if you could rate and review the show on Apple or Spotify. It'll take you like two minutes of your time, but it helps a ton for a creator like me to be able to show that review like a badge of honor. And it also helps the show get discovered by others. If you'd like to see more of my work, head on over to digitaldispatch.io. I've got some new content collections under the resources tab for folks who are freight brokers, truckers, carriers, freight agents, and also a best of collection for how to fix your website and how to fix your marketing. It's all completely free. And again, that tab is under resources over on the digitaldispatch.io website. The website also includes some links to our social media accounts, along with my products and services, in case any of that is of interest to you. Once again, my name is Blythe Bremley, and I thank you for sharing your attention with me today. Until next time, have a magical day.